What would you prefer? Like, off, off, or one out? I don't off, but I do off. Hello and welcome to the 30th episode of Ear Buddies. I am Ian Meyer, joined per usual by the purveyor of jugs himself, Scott the Gooch Kraus. Scott, what's going on? Sup, Minch. Wimp, wimp. How are you, Scott? It's been a while. 30? I didn't know that. Today, this is episode 30. Cool. I stopped doing the numbers because, uh, you know, they started kind of going a little out of order here and there. Yeah. A little behind the scenes for the listeners. Yeah, cool. But uh, yeah, today marks episode 30. We've run through our entire backlog so you can be safe in yeah, assuming this will be number true. 30. Yeah. And we are moving on to a bi-weekly schedule. Yeah. I guess that's the formal announcement. Yeah, we've been away from the mic for a minute. It's been two, three weeks. It's been, yeah, it's been several weeks. <laughs> What's been going on? How how are uh, you? We have things great. to talk about today. Yeah, we actually have some things to talk about, yeah. Would you like me to begin? Yeah, tell me what you've been, what you've been got going on. Well, let's see what I've been got going on. Uh, I went to Reno two weeks ago. That's right. Was that two weeks ago? Yeah, I went to Reno, and I saw Pile. Yeah. I saw freaking Pile. I saw your stories. Yeah. As the millennials say. <laughs> and uh, it looked cool. It was it was tight. It was a small club called the Holland Project, which it reminded me a lot of uh, a club that we used to have here called uh, Luigi's Fun Garden. Oh, Yeah. Uh, Luigi's Fun Garden was like a pizza show venue, but this place didn't serve pizza. This was like, but it had the same vibe. It was like, uh, like kids, like early college, high school kids that were just putting on, you know, it was like self, uh, run, you know, RIP Luigi's. Yeah. That was the best, that was the best place in SAC and it's gone because, Um, they they got bought out right, and then they just the new people just decided not to do music. Yeah, they got bought out by the the cowardly Mexican restaurant next door. What are they called? Reyes? No, that's not Reyes Teca. What what are they called? I don't know. I didn't know there was a Mexican restaurant. Uh, next something door. something Azul. If you're in Azul. Sacramento, the Mexican place near K and Twenty First or something, something Azul. Don't ever go there because they're cowards. They they bought they bought up Luigi's. A they, great venue. A great venue. The best all-ages venue in Sacramento. Too loud sometimes, but very intimate and personable. Yeah. Um, and they closed it. No, they bought it. They made worse pizza. They changed the name, that, and then they changed the pizza recipe. Way worse. Shit. And then they, uh, they don't play shows there anymore. So, uh, you know, so, uh, they can suck my dick. Um, bullshit. Get over here. Zool suck Scott's dick. <laughs> I wish I remember their name so I could fully shame them, but something Azul. <laughs> um, so I can fully tell them to suck my dick. Yeah. Uh, every time I walk by there, I I pee on them, their window. Um, anyway, this place was cool. Uh, really cool, That's actually. That's true aggression. <laughs> I, every time I walk by them, I pee in my pants a little bit. <laughs> Just out of spite. Enraged. There was not that many people there for... Really, an album that's gotten this much traction. There was like, there were three bands. The other bands were great too. It was uh, Pry was the opener, hmm. and uh, State Champion was awesome. They're really cool. 
Uh, was pissed jeans there? No. Everybody, That'd be awesome. Then there would be a lot of people there. Everybody, go look up the band Pissed Jeans, but specifically look up the song I'm a Man. Yeah. It's fantastic. You won't regret it. Sounds nothing like the rest of their their songs, but yeah, I agree. Although every female that I've shown that song to did not think it was very funny. <laughs> well, I wonder what our percentage of male-to-female listeners are. I think it's pretty I like to think skewed. we have majority female listeners. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. We do have some. I know that. Um, we do have some. Uh, but I had a couple notes I took for for Pile. Um, my favorite album of the year so far, Pile Green and Gray. My favorite album of the year so far. I told I told everyone in the band that. Yeah, say it again. You told everyone in the band that. <laughs> yeah, I did tell them that. I was like weirdly stalking uh, Rick McGuire, the the band leader, the singer. Oh yeah. I, I was like kind of hovering him, and then he would just kind of disappear. <laughs> uh, he seemed like a really nice guy. I did talk to him a little bit. That's but pretty awesome. One thing I will say about him. I saw the show, uh, one faux pas that he did. Uh-oh. Uh, he played guitar over his dick. Over the dick? Not under it, not above mm. it. He played over the dick, which is a big no-no in rock and roll. You got to play under the dick oh. or over the dick. I think I'm slightly over the dick when I play. I think that when I play, you can see, you'd be able to see the dick. Above the dick. Uh, yeah, like you could just see it just in the curvature of the guitar. Mm. So the guitar is just slightly above it, just enough so you can see you can see some shaft. Yeah, okay, that's acceptable. <clears throat> if but I yeah. were in the nude performing. I don't know how, I mean, I don't know what Rick's rocking, but uh, it, 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 there was a fair yeah. coverage. Little do you know, it was wildly over the, the tip. <laughs> wildly over the tip? Yeah. He just has like a... Maybe that shit hangs low. Oh, yeah, maybe. maybe. I don't know his body, so... His tip was kissing his kneecaps. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe Maybe he was doing everything right, and I'm I'm just being judgmental. Um, they played pretty much the whole, the whole new album. That's awesome. And they played a lot of songs sequentially, because in the album, um, something that we noted was a lot of songs kind of went into each other. Right. They didn't start off with the first song of the album, uh, but... They played a lot of chunks of the album sequentially, uh-huh. which I thought was really cool. The bass guy, he had his back to the audience the, literally the entire show, which Why? I thought was interesting. Um, but I started to become kind of mesmerized. You know, I I don't know if he's shy or not. I would imagine not. But I read yeah. that the, the lead singer of Portugal, The Man, was very shy when yeah. they were kind of getting going. You know, he was shy about his vocals, and he would actually turn around and, like, face the drummer pretty much. Mm-hmm. And then I think they made a joke that he would, like, slowly over time, you know, he would go sideways, and then he ultimately finally would face the crowd. But I, I don't really remember if that was a joke or if that was actually a true thing. He would sl- slowly pivot until he finally was facing the crowd. This guy, he was liter- he was right in front of me the entire time. I was front and center. And staring at his ass. Yeah, I was just, <laughs> I was, yeah, I was staring at his ass. Who, who are we kidding? But uh, yeah, he was he was facing the drummer the whole time. He, I mean, the band sounded awesome. It was like, it was a dream come true yeah, for me. That's awesome. Uh, I wish I could have gone to that, but it was on like a Tuesday, right? It was on a Monday night in Reno, which yeah. is a two-hour drive for us. So I I took the day off, and they ended the show with uh, the tiny wrists of Stephen Miller. You know that song? Uh, oh, uh, the one where he's like, "Yeah, yelling, I don't remember." Steven. 
Anyway, he, I don't remember how it goes. He like got in the crowd and like got into a fetal position. It was pretty pretty sick in like a small venue with like no one there. He just kind of it, it was cool. Uh, cool. Very very awesome show. I give it a C plus. C plus. No, I give it a, I give it an A plus. It was tight. <laughs> if you have a chance to see Pile, if they're still touring by the time this comes out, I would highly recommend it. Um, they, I still love this album. I still stand by my score. What I give it a nine, uh, I think or nine point so. five nine. Yeah. I, I stand by nine. Also, I saw another artist that we reviewed, John Paul White. Yes, in San Francisco. The following week, I saw John Paul White, friend of the show, Jessica. It was uh, it was awesome. I, I didn't listen to him very much until our review. Uh-huh. But it I've become a I've become a fanboy. Now like. now you know what we mean. Yeah. His he's got the voice of an angel. <laughs> he, he kinda does. He a uh, goateed masculine angel. Yeah. I saw him at the chapel in San Francisco, which is kind of a relatively small venue. Um and I was on the balcony and he just like he for one song, he just walked into the audience, just him and the guitar, without any amplification on his voice. And it probably sounded awesome. And it sounded angelic. He's yeah. A, he's like, well, how how tall is this guy too? He's like over. He's like six five or something. He's got to be. I don't think he's that tall. He's giant. He's a giant he, man he, with the voice of a <laughs> god. <laughs> I mean, I'll I'll accept that. That's fine. I want him to be both of those things. Be and have both those things. I don't know. I, I just I thought he was like five ten, maybe six feet. Oh, I thought he was tall, but I, uh, I could be wrong. I'm a short man, so everyone's everyone looks tall to me. I can't judge. I don't know. I don't know heights. Yeah, visibly. I mean, I was pretty far I away. I was pretty far away and pretty drunk, so um, hard to say. But I thought he looked really tall from where I was, and then his band was great. But yeah, it was it was awesome. That was an awesome show too. So A plus, yeah. A plus, two A plus bangers in a, in two weeks in different cities. Um, I wish I would have gone to that one, but I didn't want to drive down to San Francisco for it. Yeah, so it's that's another what was it, two hours. So I went two hours in two different directions yeah. for these shows. There's a band that I really like that I mentioned on the uh, what episode was it? Oh, it was our 2018 wrap up episode. A uh, band called Avatar. These oh, Swedish yeah. dudes is sweet. Another Swedish metal band. Really cool. Very out of character for me to listen to. Um, they put out a very strange album. They came through. They played San Francisco on a Thursday and they played Reno on a Friday. And I didn't yep. go to either of those shows. And I'm pretty bummed about it. It was actually the Friday of our reunion, which I also didn't go to. So you just did nothing. I just did no. I yeah no. I I went out with a coworker and some people. It was one of my coworkers' birthdays. So. Oh, okay. Went out and had some beers. Um, but yeah, I, I wish I'd gone to that Avatar show. I don't remember why. I couldn't find anyone to go with me. And my uh, my headlights, I think my, the biggest thing was my headlights right now are very like fogged over. I need to buff them out or something. Hmm. Boring story, but I didn't trust going up to Reno with it with really dim headlights. Like driving through town, sometimes it's like, okay, I'm having a hard time seeing. I need to get that shit fixed. Yeah, you got to go through some. What do you use? Toothpaste. Some hilly some roads. Use toothpaste. Buff it out. Some uh, some snow snowy areas potentially. Yeah, I, um, I I don't know anything about car headlights. Yeah. 
I don't know. Was it snowy when you went? I don't think it would be snowy. No, it actually was completely clear (laughs) and beautiful, but. But uh, yeah, so I didn't end up going. I wish I did, but I did go to another show this last Saturday. I saw ELO. That's right. Sorry, everybody. It was Jeff Lynn's ELO. Yeah. Was he the only surviving member? I think so. I don't know if he's the only surviving member, but I think he was the only original member on this tour, but I could be mistaken. And, Everybody and, else looked a lot younger than him, so I oh, okay. <laughs> I think I think he was the only guy, but I, think, I could be wrong. Uh, oh, and for people who don't know ELO, ELO is Electric Light Orchestra. That's correct. Yeah. They did have a fantastic light show. I did post some stories, maybe I'll post some more video or whatever, pictures. Um, they had some lasers. It was cool. Um, um, it was a good show. Uh, was there an opener? My mom went to that show. Danny Harrison. Yeah, so, okay. George my, Harrison's son, I think. My mom said he was really good. He, t- he was, she, te- he, she texted yeah. me that he was really good. The first couple songs were really cool. It was a little shoegazy, and it was it was really? kind of neat. A little bit, yeah. Huh. Maybe it was just the, the live thing. I haven't listened to any of his material online at all. Hmm. Was it psychedelic? A bit. Okay. Yeah, some of it. But some of his songs were kind of, I started kind of tuning out a little bit. Hmm. Like I, I found myself kind of zoning out, but it was cool. You know, I'm going to check out more of his material because I, I liked it. Overall, I liked it. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and ELO was fantastic. Came out the gate. Second song they played was Evil Woman. It was hmm. beautiful. The only snafu we ran into was when we were getting up to the metal detectors, they weren't allowing binoculars in. And my dad had a little pair of binoculars. Why Why weren't they allowing binoculars? Because there was going to be lasers. That was oh, like the sole reason. Okay. And so I don't know really what difference that makes, I guess, except for like if you're trying to look at the band and then a laser hits you right in the binocular, maybe it's a liability for You'll them bl- or something. get blind. You'll- I guess like... It would just amplify into your fucking retina. It'll I guess. just yeah, it'll just like focus. It, it, some freak thing where it like focuses into the, your cornea yeah. or whatever. Yeah, maybe they were worried about that. And the guy was like, uh, "Like, I'm sorry. Normally we would allow these, but we we you know, there's lasers. <laughs> <laughs> we can't. Sorry, can't lasers. That's basically what they're saying. Like normally we do, but there's lasers. So, um, he, my dad, my dad got a little fussy about it. He's like, well, like what the hell? I was like, dad, just throw them away. Give them to somebody. Let them confiscate them. I'll buy you some new binoculars. He's like, but these are the good ones. He's got two small pairs and these were the good ones that we were mm. bringing. So I'm like, I, I don't know, man. Let's just let's get through this thing. So we gave them to the guy and we get through the gate and, and my dad's like kind of upset. He's like, what the hell, man? Like those are his concert binoculars. Yeah. And so he's like, you know what? The guy even said like quickly at, at at one point he mentioned like i mean you can go like hide them somewhere if you want to whatever so we got through my dad's like you know what i'm gonna go stash him i'm like all right you go stash him i'm gonna wait here because i'm not going back around in that line he went and talked to the guy he went and threw him in a bush somewhere (laughs) like calculated a distance down this walkway threw him in a bush like was like looking around threw him behind him into this bush and then came back through the guy let him he didn't have to go through the whole line he went up to the side and he's like hey can i just come back through real quick so a couple other guards scanned him real quick and checked everything and then he came back through and it was fine but he said when he went up to the guy and said like hey can i just go stash these somewhere the guy was like that's what i'm talking about <laughs> so dude was all for it don't uh was it don't blow this guy's cover he seems pretty cool he was he was very cool about it he i i could hear him say to the people behind us like i hate 
doing that, but that it yeah. is what it is. I mean, like they sh- that's something that they should send an email or something about. Uh, it was posted online. I oh, messaged okay. Laney about it. I was like, they didn't let in binoculars. You know, my dad feeling a little weird about this and she's like they have it posted all over the internet that they're not going to be allowed at this show i'm like i don't know i didn't look <laughs> oh, okay i didn't bring binoculars i'll so. still choose to be mad at them and not, yeah. <laughs> not your dad um it worked out in the end after the show we went through and we counted down and we got out our phone lights and we're looking through and huzzah there they were right in the bush hell yeah binocular bush uh, but it was a good show that's a band that he's been listening to since like high school yeah, and uh, he enjoyed himself, and it was uh, it was great. Awesome, it was a good show. So what would you rate it? I would rate it. I don't know. I'd say like an eight. It's like a solid eight. Okay. Um, I was going letter scores for it, for mine. Oh, okay. Uh, I would rate it like a solid B. Okay. Like like a like a B B plus maybe. Mm. Only because like I didn't I just I didn't really get jazzed pumped that much i had a great time i really yeah. enjoyed myself but it's just not a band that gets me like juiced yeah you know what i mean they have some so. like every like singles that people all know yeah even if they don't know who did the song it's like oh this is elo yeah uh yep. they have a lot of stuff like that where it's like oh wow this is elo like yeah. if you didn't grow up with them it's and if you didn't know who elo was it's like nah, you do yeah whether you know it or not you listen to pussycat dolls you know Yellow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the sample from uh, Evil Woman. Go listen to ELO's Evil Woman and then listen to Pussycat Dolls. Is that Buttons? I think it's Buttons. Nah, it ain't Buttons. It's Beep. Go listen to Electric Light Orchestra Evil Woman and then listen to Pussycat Dolls Beep. And they use a sample that's from the ELO song. Yeah. You taught me that. Did I? You did. Just now? No, back in the fuck high school, I 2009 think. 2009. Yeah, I don't remember which we were listening to, ELO or Pussycat Dolls, <laughs> but that <laughs> sample came up, and you were like, oh, that's such and such. Oh, we were listening to ELO, and you were like, that's Pussycat Dolls. Oh, okay. And I'm like, uh. That's when I learned. Yeah, good, good, <laughs> yeah. You learned it was on ELO. Just that moment. I learned that it was on Pussycat, on Pussycat Dolls. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's who a sampled who? I don't know. I was... I was born in the 90s. I don't fucking know. <laughs> uh, that's a sexy song, though, Buttons. You listen to that song, Buttons? Yeah, I remember enjoying that music video. I think I did, too. Let's I, just... We all jerked off to that music video. Come okay, on, let's, let's not get it. ahead of ourselves. <laughs> uh, here's a fun fact. You want to know something really graphic? <laughs> this is this is horrible. Everybody skip ahead like a minute if you don't want to hear this. Are you familiar with the term... Jilling off. Jilling off. No. Jilling off. That's female masturbation. Mm. It's like diddling. Jilling off. Jilling off. And it just clicked with me today. Guys jack off. Girls jill off. Jack and Jill. That's fucking genius. It's genius? Yeah. (laughs) Was that a question? (laughs) I was I was processing it like is that cool? Yeah, it's, it's cool. not cool. It's disgusting. But it just clicked with me today. I'm like, it's I not wonder. Disgusting. All right, everybody does it, whatever. But that's uh, uh, I don't do it. I don't jill off. But uh, <laughs> I don't jack off. But I do jill off. Yeah. <laughs> I 
I made that connection today, and I'm like, I wonder if that's how that term came about. But I, I don't ha- know. Of course it is. You think that's a coincidence? I th- do think it's a coincidence. I don't know. I don't know where jilling came from. Well, it's so graphic sounding. Saying jacking off is like, oh yeah, this jag off over here. This guy's jacking off. But women, it's like, no, she's classy. She jills. What, <laughs> what would you prefer? Like jilling off, jacking off, or rubbing one out? <laughs> oh, uh, shit, it depends on the context. <laughs> Because everyone can agree on rubbing one out. doesn't matter who you are. It's gender inclusive. It knows no genderal bound- boundaries. Genderal. G- genderal boundaries. I, uh, I cannot dispute. I genderally agree with you. Anyway, enough of that bullshit. Scott, you got anything else going on? Yeah, just, I just want to quickly acknowledge uh, and uh, commemorate Dimple Records is closing. Yes, this is true. It's very upsetting. Sacramento establishment, a Sacramento local record store, books, it's, vinyls. It's like a little bit of everything. We we had Tower Records. That was Sacramento. People don't realize that. And then we had we have Dimple Records. It's like oh, it's Tower's gone, but we still have Dimple. Right. Dimple's gone now. Dimple's closing. Yep. What the? They are. What is this? Like I spent. I had never seen you emote so much in a text message as when I <laughs> sent you the link saying that they were closing. I'm devastated by this. Like You sent what with like five question marks and no with about five exclamation points. I'd never seen you use more than one of either of those. And you know, you know how upset I was because I was literally poolside when I sent that text message. So I was in a great mood. <laughs> no, I, it's, I mean, I've spent, countless hours in dimples i mean they've kind of created me you know like i mm-hmm. when i think about how much time i've spent in dimples and how much how many things i've gotten just from spending an entire day at dimple records and going through their use section just buying things on a whim for like yeah three four bucks without having any knowledge about it that just that's dying yeah and it's sad um it is there's something different I mean, I feel like this is going to sound like an old man, but you go over and you you buy an album completely on, you've heard the name or you like the cover or it's just so cheap and it's like whatever. Um, <laughs> Most of it my, blows oh, you it's, away. It's like, no, it, it, it really, it really did change yeah. who I am. It like made me who I am. Dimple Records. Yeah. Not yeah. Tower, because Dimple was the the cheaper one. Dimp, they were they were around at the same time, and Dimple lasted because it was affordable. Tower was like twenty dollars a CD. Yeah, um, yeah. Anyway. It's, a, it's a damn shame they're doing some sales, and uh, that'll be it. I don't know how long they'll be around, but I got to go spend my points. Yeah, we got a point system that was kind of cool. We got to hit those up. I got a shitload yeah. of points, so. Yeah, I bet I got a decent amount myself. So, R.I.P. Dimple Records. Yep. Scott, you want to dive in? Let's dive in. What are we reviewing? Today, we're reviewing the latest album from Amana Marth, Berserker. Wow. Do you have any familiarity with Amana Marth? Just the name. Just the name? Yeah. You never heard of him before or listened to him before? No. 
actually. I think I was exposed to them years ago from Joe, actually. I know him and his brother went through a Nordic metal phase, and that's basically what these guys are. They did, yeah. They've been pegged as like Viking metal, but they're a, uh, it's basically melodic death metal is what it gets classified as. It's very triumphant. It is. And that's one of the things I like about it. Yeah. <laughs> this is a this is kind of out of character also for me to listen to. I'm out of uh, my element. I'm saying in, that right now. Yeah, and listening to I, I love that. Um <laughs> finally. Yeah, they're an interesting band. They're a Swedish melodic death metal band from Tumba, founded in nineteen ninety two. And fun fact, I mentioned this before. The name of Monomarth is another name for Mount Doom from Lord of huh. the Rings isn't Avatar from Tumba? They might be as well. They're from Sweden, right? Yeah, they're also from Sweden. Okay. I've been going through a weird like Swedish metal phase. Hmm. I think the guys in, I think Arch Enemy okay. has, uh, I think the guys are, the band members are Swedish, but I think the new lead singer is Canadian. Huh. I could be wrong about that. I could be thinking of somebody else, but um, I've been digging that Swedish shit, man. The only Swedish bands I listen to are The Hives and... I didn't know they were Swedish. The Knife, yeah. The Knife, that sounds so familiar. Um, So these guys, most of their lyrics, really, really, like 95% of their lyrics is based around Norse mythology. Yes. Which is... Blatantly. Yeah, which is awesome to me for some reason. Mm -hmm. And how I've been raving about God of War a lot on this on this podcast, I talk about it all the time. The most recent one on PS4 yeah. is incredible. It takes place in Norse mythology now. The previous ones were in Greek. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't think about that, yeah. Yeah, he's... Uh, and they kind of... I don't know. They they tie it in, in in kind of an interesting way a bit. But anyway, this band has some songs that get me pumped. And I've just kind of been generally going through a heavier sort of metal phase at work because I finally get what it means now when people who are into metal say that it's relaxing. <laughs> My buddy <laughs> yeah. Ryan, uh, shout out to Ryan. We're going to get him on, on the podcast soon. He said that to me years ago. I'm like, what do you mean it's fucking relaxing? He's, he's into uh, really technical, a lot more intense metal than I am. Yeah. He's my metal guru, and now I get what he means, and I can't I can, even like explain. I can understand how. that. Yeah, it's like I don't know. Once you listen to a lot of metal, I think it becomes like uh, you know, it doesn't feel as tense. It just feels more like you you let all that kind of go through you, yeah, and it starts yeah. to feel relaxing. Yeah, it's it's they take all the in, intensity and aggression and they let it out for you. Yeah. So when I'm, you know sitting at work listening to this motherfucker growl at me and shit first of all this guy's got like the deepest growly metal voice i've ever fucking heard he does he has a aggressively deep voice and it's awesome yeah (laughs) i dig it it's he's kind of a one-trick pony in that regard yeah that was a, a gripe i had yeah he does a lot of the same little tricks it feels like he does the same thing over and over um as far as vocal delivery and he does. I, I might get some hate on this episode. I, you know what though, he kind of does though, and it and it is what it is. And if yeah. you love it, and he does that all the time, then then cool. Mm-hmm. So this is a band for me that 
has a couple albums that I really dig, but majority of their catalog I'm kind of neutral on. It's yeah. kind of plain. They don't have a ton of stuff that I'm like, oh, this sounds like shit. This is trash. Yeah. M- most of it's either down the middle or I love it. I went through a, an, a, a Mona Marth phase where I was just checking out each album. And a lot of them sound very similar. Yeah. But there's a couple that really stand out that have some cool material on them. This is the only Amana Martha album I've ever heard. So uh, I'm coming at it with that. This, this is, is not the best Amana Martha album to come in on. I figure they've been around since the 90s, right? Yeah, yeah. early 90s. Started as a band called Scum in the early 90s. and then uh, Scum? Yeah. Huh. So I wonder if that's a Napalm Death reference. Possibly. I don't know. Hmm. But they uh, had a couple member changes. And uh, released their first album in 1998. Okay. One Cent from the Golden Hall. Cool we're name. not here to talk about that. It is a cool name. All their albums have cool names. The Avenger, The Crusher, uh, let's see, with Odin on our side. <laughs> it's aggressively Norse. Twilight of the Thunder God. I think that's my favorite album of theirs. That's the album that people on the interwebs seem to love so well. far that's the coolest name i've heard twilight of the thunder god yeah as you can probably tell the band is a bit cheesy <laughs> yeah as you mentioned it's, it, che- it's a little campy it's, some of it's a little yeah campy. it's lyrically yes i think yeah i love that they can stick to the nordic theme and sing about norse gods and shit literally singing about dragons for like 11 albums yeah They've been able to maintain that shit this whole time. And I it's I don't know, it's cool. It's a feat. Is it a feat? I don't know. <laughs> it's it's a little gimmicky, but it's it's fun. I don't know. It's it's uh Cuz to me, okay, this is this is me sounding like a like ignorant moron. I'm out of my comfort finally, zone Finally, it's not me this yeah. time. Yeah. No, I I understand how you feel now. Um <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> When I was writing metal songs as a joke, I feel like... (laughs) I think I know where you're going with this. I feel like this is the type of lyrics that I would do, where I would just kind of just say dragons and fantasy things. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, it sounded... This sounds like metal lyrics. 100%. It's like, I feel like you could... You could create a generator at this point that came out that could come out with metal lyrics like this. Yeah, um, and they're very intelligible, which I pre- I respect that. You can, Are they though? For the most part, I could actually kind of tell what he was saying. Cool, because he's got a. I mean, the production's very clean. That's I will say that that's probably the best thing this album has going for it is the production. The production's very clean. This I don't al- know if I like yeah. that or not. For I think for this album it works 100%. Yeah, I they've got albums yeah. that are very dirty sounding and a, and a little rough to okay. get through. You might like those more. I might like that more. I know you like that rough edge. Yeah, I don't want to hear what he's saying, so uh I might like that more. Maybe a little too generic as far as the lyrics go. I think that's fair. Yeah. I think that's a fair statement. Um so let's dive in a little bit here, give people a little taste. Um I'll dive in and say one of my standouts, not to jump ahead, is actually the first song, Fafner's Gold. Okay. This song right off the bat did something I'd never heard them do before, an acoustic guitar. I like that. 
It's, I thought it sounded really good. I think they need more of that. I think so too. I like. I really like what they did here. There was and a black metal album from a band called Uver, I think, hmm. that was unlistenable except for this type of like Nordic uh-huh. uh, acoustic guitar. I think that's. It always sounds really good in yeah in, in uh, metal music. Yeah, they also have some strings on this album, which are cool, but I don't think they have a very graceful transition between like the acoustic and the I mean this works here yeah but on the song with the strings we can get into that later I don't think there's a very graceful transition between the strings and the rest of the song yeah but this here I'm like okay this is kind of cool and this honestly not to jump ahead this might have been my number one off the album really yeah which um this is not one of my picks this was one of my picks, I, and I think it's the the acoustic guitar got me, pulled me in, and I think the chorus stood out to me a bit more than uh, a dragon's a tail. Yeah. I can't even do it right now. There it is. That right there. He does that constantly. Yeah, that's all he does, pretty much. It's the little. There's like a piece moment where he doesn't do that. He just he does that. All he the always time. ends it. Yeah, it's the same concept as like, uh, what's his name? Oh, Jesus Christ, James Hetfield, and then like, yeah, yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's like a vocal, like habit. Just their little thing. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, and I thought this was cool, and they do have a new drummer. Effective, drummer's good. See, I think this is kind of cool right here. I think this has a cool chorus. The it's the, cool. The drummer's cool. It's, he's new as of this album. Um, but I feel like some of his fills are a little overly, they don't feel very tight, I guess, uh, okay. but I, I did go back and listen to some of their other albums and I'm like, no, it's not as good as the other one. I'm like, well, he's up to par. Okay. Not that they're bad by any means, but sometimes I feel like his fills are a little haphazard, okay. not quite as tight. How much bullshit can I do real quick? That rather than like, yeah, and that works you know. for me because I don't know drums very well. So it's like as someone who is like a casual metal, uh, this type of metal appreciator, yeah. it's like uh, very clean and very involved. So I'm like, okay, this is good. Yeah, so they I, just I, I'm not judging like his hits. Like what what yeah, is he hitting? I'm just I like just, oh, he's hitting a lot of things. I love it when I can hear complex metal drum fills that perfectly line up with a with the beat there's nothing slurred in there when i can hear that everything clicks and is very tight and just right i'm like ooh that sounds nice having said that i'm not in i'm not i don't my taste in metal is weird yeah <laughs> my i'm not into like super super overly technical stuff and i'm not normally into like melodic metal yeah that much these guys are probably like the one exception so far i'm sure there's others out there that i'd really dig but uh these guys are just very niche um you should have had your friend on for this show neither of us really know anything about this type of metal i don't think oh we'll get him on yeah <laughs> he's coming on but uh you know aside from all of this actually a there's a folk metal band that just started following me on instagram that's actually pretty cool and i can't remember the name off the top of my head um, and I looked, I, I, uh, listened to him a little bit and it was kind of cool. I'm just, I'm into weird metal right now, man. Groove metal, folk metal. There's a band called Alestorm that's like pirate metal mm. and I like them a lot. Do you like, uh, 
A bit, I should say. I like them a bit. <laughs> Do you like um, metal that's kind of uh, funny, like kind of like uh, gimmicky? I think I do. Okay. To an extent. You like to listen as like something that's like trying to be as ob- like bombastic and over the top as possible. Is that what you're into? I think so. Okay. Uh, you know, within reason. Like Avatar is pretty goofy and their earlier albums are very it's like serious. Yeah. More like some sort of core. <laughs> I, I do like and I don't know. I appreciate goofy stuff to an extent. I love Psy. They're probably the goofiest metal band I can think of. Yeah. Uh but I I like the just heavy You like sludge. Heavy sludgy raw stuff. Yeah. yeah. I'm kinda all over the place too. But this is way this is out of my wheelhouse as far as the the mm-hmm. genre of metal, the subgenres I, I go for. So I guess as as we are wont to do, we're kind of jumping all over the place. What? Uh, give me some of your initial thoughts of this album. Okay, so the first uh, first time I listened to this album, um, I was bored, to be honest. Okay. I thought it was pretty generic. The vocals were fine. They're low, which I liked. There's yeah. things about it I like. I don't know. Like if I'm in a certain mood, it it sounded good, but not, none of the riffs really got me. Uh huh. Um, nothing was very catchy or very like. It wasn't intense enough for me. Yeah. It was like, it felt like they were kind of phoning it in if I had to, to judge. And, and I, I don't, I don't want to claim to know anything about melodic, whatever this is, but, uh, <laughs> Nordic melodic death metal. Yeah. I mean, I listened to stuff with like a similar effect. I feel like uh-huh. high on fire, Kralis. I mean, those bands are, wouldn't ever be mentioned in the same breath as this band, but mm-hmm. I feel like they, they're trying to accomplish the same thing, which is just like very like triumphant, heavy stuff. Yeah. And that's what I, I like the triumphant. These guys are, it's like this epic glory, gloriousness that's like uplifting, like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> you know, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. I like that aspect I of dig it. it. It's like got this weird power to it. That's, that's kind of cool. And I like weird power. Yeah, but it just like okay, the lyrics were they were distracting to me because they were so generic. It was distracting to me. Um, mm. It felt like there was no inspiration because it was like okay, what I, I let's talk about Thor. Let's talk about you know lightning. It's just like <laughs> <laughs> you fucking nailed it. <laughs> it's like it, it felt like they were just like okay, what's cool? Yeah, Thor. Uh mountains uh you know just like all this stuff i don't know i don't remember what they talked the about the valkyrie mountains. odin yeah yeah just just p- th- pick something norse and or okay. like in nature and let's just sing about it it didn't feel like it was coming from any not that i need it to be a personal thing but it just i felt no connection because i don't f- think that they feel any connection i don't feel like they well i think that they did and i think that they're kind of maybe at this point running out of things to sing about. <laughs> yeah, and, and just maybe? just to transition, because I feel like I just transitioned, I was going over my initial thoughts, and that's still my thoughts. Gotcha. So You know, I'm not mad at it, because I'm not that far off yeah, from where you are. It, it felt uninspired, and um, I can see people liking this. I think that it's not bad, it didn't offend me in any way. It just felt like... Okay, let's make something heavy. I have a super deep voice that's yeah. really good. We're good at what we do. It just felt like they were banging it out. Like they're yeah. It they felt like they were seasoned at it. Well, and here's 
a note that I'll add on to that is the singer waited until all the music was done before writing any of the lyrics. Mm. And now here's the thing is I'm starting to think that I don't really like that approach. Maybe there's some bands with material that I love that does that and I don't realize it. As opposed to the singer being present for the material and like trying to feel it with them. There's something to say uh, for like being present for like the the process of writing the music. I, I don't know. I think you can even say the same thing about rap to an extent. I know the, yeah, but the, it's like the, it, the convention for hip hop is like, or rap is like, I have this beat. Here you go. Rap over it. But a lot of the classics are people with like a partnership. You know, it's like that's the classic stuff in the nineties. A lot of that, not all of it, but a lot of it was like a producer rapper um, partnership where they kind of like, yeah, collaborated very closely together, and you can kind of see that. You can structure it a bit, as opposed to like trying, like, oh, the music's done. Let's force these lyrics to fit. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's like I said. I'm sure there's a lot of bands that do it this way, and I just don't even realize it. And it comes yeah, out great. I'm and sure I love it. people are good. Some per- I'm I'm sure some people are good yeah. at it. But um, but the last, you know. Amon Amarth and Korn are the last two bands that I've known that have like been vocal about like, yeah, I just wait till the music's done that go in and write the lyrics. And it's like, okay, I get that. But like when I'm writing a song, I typically will write the lyrics with the music because that can affect what I'm going to do next. That can, that can completely change the structure I'm going for in a song. Yeah. Sure. The music might come out cool and it's like, Oh, just, you know, leave the vocalist to figure it out from there. It's like, well, I really wish there was some sort of change here so I could do, I don't know. I feel like maybe that way it comes out for us, but everybody's got their own process. Or just to get the vibe of the room while the music's being created so you know how like to yeah. to approach it yeah. just so you can kind of mirror that. I don't know. Like, yeah. Be coming from the same place. And be that as it may, who knows if I'm using that phrase right, I don't think that it completely worked out for him on this album. Yeah, it felt... I want to avoid saying lazy, but... It, I, I don't the, think I will. I think it's lazy. I, I, <laughs> it felt lazy. It, I, I didn't think it seemed lazy, but... It didn't feel inspired particularly okay. is where I where I faulted with this album. Um, I had a lot of moments of... Okay, for, for example, with uh, Pile. When it would go into the next song, sometimes I'd be like, oh shit, this is a different song. I didn't realize the song. Yeah. Was, I was still grooving on the other song. That I didn't realize this was a, This one, there was a lot of, uh, a bit of, oh, I'm still listening to this song? <laughs> this is still going on? Yeah. It's just, they just change the key slightly. They like, yeah. Yeah, or it's just, you know, that... that They, they go higher in the key. It's like, a dragon's tail, a dragon's tail. A dragon's tail. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. <laughs> he says that. In does Faf- he? In Fafnir's Gold, he does say that. Oh, Jesus. Do you know who Fafnir was? Is Sometimes he, called Fafnir. Is he a dragon? Yes, but he was a dwarf who was really greedy and either got turned into a dragon or slowly became a dragon over mm. time somehow because of his greed. Uh, a lot of the Norse like people are... They're a little... Not the people. The <laughs> gods or like legends like that are a little uh, kind of fucked up. Yeah. Like uh, Thor and Odin are, they're kind of they're kind of fucked. I I could I could uh, I could dive in. I, I, base, I think I might be interested in Greek or Norse mythology. I like it. Know? I I like 
I'm more into mythology than our own real life history of planet it's, Earth. Well, that's way more interesting. <laughs> yeah. That's why it exists. Yeah. Well, not why, but um, like you know, I uh, most of my knowledge comes from God of War. You know, I'll be playing the game and be like, "Oh, who's this guy?" And then I'll look it up, and then I'll find some detail that just makes me like plunge into appreciation for the game and like the research they did like oh they changed that up just a little bit and this is how they did it that's genius because this aspect is correct based on yeah mythology this is how they adapted it to the game it completely works anyway i'm ranting right now it doesn't <laughs> fucking matter but uh this is a band that like it gets me pumped and makes me want to play that game and they're the uh, two things i enjoy so yeah i mean hey i've never played that game i barely even watched uh, marvel thor you know I've, Have you seen the third one, Thor Ragnarok? That's the only one I've seen. That's the only one you need to see. <laughs> yeah, that's the only one I've seen. Uh, so, whatever. I I mean, I'm not like drawn to that style or that scene. You know, like yeah. I just I just called Norse mythology a scene. A scene. Uh, but you fucking pleb. <laughs> it's just whatever. It's not for me. But I just. Yeah. Regardless, I feel like they might have phoned in a little are you, bit here. Are you not that into like themed music like this? Because uh, I didn't think I was either, but something about these guys, I think it's just so much of a crazy theme. I don't even want to call it a gimmick. Yeah. It's just, I, don't, I, I, I feel like calling it a gimmick or goofy is like would be insulting to them, but I like it. I like that it's just this niche. It's they just got this motif over all of it. And I'm it's not, like, you know. I can't say I'm against it. I'm trying to think of an exception, though. Yeah, I mean, like, I could say, like, you know, there's a lot of metal that I like that's demonic or whatever, but I can't, you know. Let me run down the track listing on this album real quick. We haven't done that yet. Now that we're completely ahead of ourselves, (laughs) we have Fafner's Gold, Crack the Sky, Mjolnir, Hammer of Thor, Shield Wall, Valkyria, Raven's Flight, Ironside, The Berserker at Stamford Bridge, When Once Again We Can Set Our Sails, Skull and Hati, Wings of Eagles, and Into the Dark. So some of these are spelled different than I'm accustomed to. And I think I've seen a lot of different spellings in Norse mythology. I feel like Greek mythology, as a comparison, it's kind of straightforward. Mm Mm-hmm. Nobody really spells their names that different. Everybody's kind of got their set story. Yeah. But with Norse, I've read different things on different... Like, like okay, Skull and Hati. Those are two wolves that chase the sun and the moon. Hmm. And it's based on legend. When they finally catch the sun and the moon, that's what's going to... That's about the time that Ragnarok initiates. Uh, and okay. Ragnarok is basically like the end of times. Okay. So they've basically got like their own story. But like Fafner, one story is like, oh, he got turned into a dragon because of his greed. Another one was, oh, he turned into a dragon over time because of his greed. No one turned him into that. Hmm. Maybe you it's know? just a uh, lost in translation. Yeah. I've seen like Fafner. I've seen Fafnir. I've seen Fafner where there's no E. It's just N-R. Well, you know, that type of thing is, is common too. Speaking as a, a Jewish person, I could say uh, coming from Hebrew, there's a lot of things that are spelled in a lot of different ways. It's just different characters. So I'm right. wondering if this is the same sort of thing. It could be. Yeah. Yeah. But it's all, you know, it's it's not completely convoluted. Yeah. But it's, uh, there's there's a bit of differences based on uh, based on your source. Right. I guess. 
Did you have any? Did you have any standouts on this? Uh, I had two standouts and one mention. I'm gonna okay. do my mention real quick. Go for it. And I want to get your opinion on this. I blew my load with my number one. Okay. Already, so <laughs> we were talking about the drums earlier. There's a song, Wings of Eagles. It starts a certain way, and it reminded me of a Converge song called Eagles Become Vultures. So huh. I want to play you both those songs. Okay. The rest of the song sounds nothing alike, but um, here you go. Wings of Eagles. It's a cool intro. Yeah. So that's Wings of Eagles. Very similar name to Eagles Become Vultures. Converge. <laughs> cooler song. <laughs> I think it is kind of a cooler song. Actually, that's this, is a, this is a tight song. <laughs> <laughs> this is by who again? Converge. Converge. Hmm. All right, I'm gonna have to look up Converge. Converge rules. <laughs> that's my type of metal. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, that's the only time I've ever moshed was at a Converge show. You moshed. I moshed. I, I can't imagine you moshing. <laughs> I was. I moshed. It was convergent neurosis in San Francisco. I can't imagine you not moshing. I had. I mean, it was converge. <laughs> it's converge. It's converge. Uh, anyway, what do you think? Similar intro, similar name. I see what you're going for. I don't know that I would have made that connection because I feel like there's a lot of metal songs that start off with some weird drums and shit. But like they that. both have eagles in the name. All right. The e- like plural <laughs> eagles, wings of eagles and eagles become vultures. Anyway, <laughs> it's probably a stretch, but it's a good excuse to play that converge song cuz yeah. it's a tight ass song. Fair. Um Can I u- can I use eagles as an excuse to play a, a song that I like? As long as it's not the eagles. It's not the eagles. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that. That's where I draw the freaking line. This is the eagle as landed by Avatar. Hmm. These guys are groove metal. This is the song that introduced me to Avatar. We're not here to talk about Avatar, They're but I want to talk metal? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, because when I listen to this, I'm like, I came across it through some artist radio, and the way his singing was on this, I'm like, it does a lot of shit that I didn't like before, but then something about it was just kind of groofy. Groofy? Yeah. Groofy. Groofy. We're going for it. Groovy. Groofy, goofy. baby. But, uh, yeah, these riffs are just kind of, I was like, okay, this is kind of. It's pretty goofy. goofy. A little bit, but like, I don't know. I couldn't get it out of my head. This right here I hate. Oh, wow. I did not like that. I like it. I'm fine with it now. What's uh, what's the song? Eagles what? The Eagle Has Landed. Oh, okay. But um, this is the song I mentioned. Oh, right here is where it gets kind of. Yeah, I don't like this. You don't like this? No, I don't like this. It. I listened to it at first, and I was like, oh, this is kind of shitty. But then I listened to the whole thing, and I'm like, oh, actually, it's like goofy enough that I kind of dig it. This is the one that has like what sounds like harmonized whammy solos, like they're using their whammy bars and <laughs> harmonizing them. I could be wrong. Well, but anyway. Let's move on to my actual picks. Shield Wall was my first pick. I thought that this song... This uh, is a cool riff. It was a cool riff, and it was probably one of the best choruses. This was one of my standouts, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. It was one of the best choruses. It actually made me feel something, which I appreciated. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. 
made me feel something. Christ. Yeah, that doesn't happen very often. But it's just like... Kind of like a Dragula vibe. Dragula? Like Rob Zombie? Oh my god. <laughs> now I know why you got so mad when you when just, I said something about <laughs> I'm just trying to, to push your buttons. You here. triggered me. Yeah. Well you did that exact thing to me. <laughs> that so. was not the exact thing. I didn't say that that okay, we're rehashing this. Fucking Melvin's King Bozo did something with his vocals that was a vocal thing, like a certain layering. I'll that never I re- be on your side. About I relate related it to a Rob Zombie song, and I made the mistake of saying that it sounded like Rob Zombie, and you got so mad. Don't say that this sounds like Rob Zombie. This sounds more like Rob Zombie than your dumb. I'm gonna show comment. you both vocals later i'm gonna show you <laughs> both of them and i'm gonna show you why it was a vocal layering it wasn't the song didn't nope. sound like rob zombie nope you know what the fuck i'm saying nope not god. listening god damn it la 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 uh <laughs> <laughs> not listening <laughs> uh my i only have two track picks uh, like I said, two one that iron uh, iron mention honorable mention. Speaking of iron, Ironside uh, better be on your track picks because this is the best song on the album. You think so? Yeah. This was not on my track picks. Wow. I f- it started in such a way that I was like, oh, this might be one of my picks. Uh huh. It's it's cool right here. You notice he says Ironside. Yeah, Ironside. <laughs> uh. The coolest uh, part about this song is when he speaks in his normal voice because it's like the deepest freaking voice. Yeah. I like just hearing him talk. It is just so triumphant. It just gets me. This canning is my true name. They call me Ironside. Ironside. <laughs> yes. This is the, for me, this felt the most epic in the, it felt it felt pretty good. So I like this album more now than I have in the last two weeks. <laughs> just hearing him do that, <laughs> yeah, with me in the room, yeah, drinking and listening to this and talking about it, it's getting me pumped. Yeah, so that, those are my two track picks. Okay, uh, the rest of the rest of it's pretty. Whatever. It's all kind of on the same. Level. It all kind of yeah. hits the same tone. It all kind of hits the same. Yeah, con like the theme is the same. It just. You know, give me some vari- variation. That's why I liked uh, Iron side, side so much because I feel like there was dynamics. At least he dropped out and talked a little bit. His yeah. vocal delivery changed slightly. I so. I want to I want to bring up my last standout, and then I want to show you two songs of theirs that get me juiced. Can I do that? Okay. Is that fine? Maybe three because one I just like really like the riff too. Uh, Valkyria is one that one of my standouts that I thought it was cool. This is pretty good, yeah. I think this riff is kind of cool, but it's it also just feels I don't know, a lot of the a lot of the songs on here sound like they're more fun to play than listen to. These these I'm sure these guys would be really cool to see live. Yeah, or they're fun at least. They're going on tour. I think they're coming to San Francisco or something. Yeah, uh, I won't be there. Me and Ryan are talking about going. You want to go? No, I'm not going to go. Come on, come with us. The next two songs I play are going to be what you go there for. Okay. 
Okay. I'm open to negotiation, but okay. right, right now, no. Some of it is just kind of like, I can listen to this, or I can go back and listen to this other song that I like better that has a similar riff. This is uh, the Valkyria. Is, it, is this the one that has a crazy-ass guitar solo? Or like a guitar solo? Well, let's find out. And it ends with uh, some little piano. No, no guitar solo. Okay. I don't know what song I'm thinking of. But, but this piano here at the end is really cool. Yeah. The riff works great as a piano line. Yeah. Well, that's they need more stuff like this. Get some soft, get some liquid soft gels in there. <laughs> Just dynamics. I mean, I say that all the time, but... Well, these guys don't have graceful dynamics. It's either this, and then it's just blasted right into guitar. There's no like, yeah. ring, like up. You There's know. no crescendo, decrescendo. It's just like everything drops out, but one instrument or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, let me show you a couple songs that get me juiced. Twilight of the Thunder God, the song. This song starts off. This might have been the first album I really listened to with these guys. This has a ridiculous guitar solo. Like, dumb. But it goes so dumb that I like it. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know if, I don't know if we'll get that far into it. Um, this is so one of far, my fan favorites. Yeah, so far this is better than anything else on the album. The I drums are insane on this. Yeah. This is cool. <laughs> it's good this is this is this is, this is cool. good yeah it, this is a pump pump up word right here yeah your destiny awaits yes <laughs> Yes! I always knew it. Thor. It's about Thor. The <laughs> Thunder God? <laughs> Alright, you cool. want to hear like a just cheese guitar solo? Yeah. Oh, there's that there too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See, this song has like this is very stuff in it. It's a very like typical sound. Yeah, but very the, there's this. things to break it up. I I don't like their guitar solo. This is pretty cool. It's just so like noodly, but yeah. Hell yeah, no, this <laughs> is cool. Any more of this on their new album? All right. Wait, I need wait, more. Wait over for the, the band. <laughs> They they didn't they didn't push hard enough on the new album. I feel like you're yeah. listening to that makes me like this album less. Here's my favorite song. This song gets me pumped and makes me want to listen to listen to makes me want to play God of War. This song is called Guardians of Asgard. Everything is a. <laughs> would you like this band if God of War didn't exist? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I used to listen to metal and play video games. <laughs> I listened to Boris See, and played Ninja Gaiden. But the, the thing is, when I'm having a hard time at work, I put this on and I listen to it, and it just it gets all my aggression out and frustration and anger without me having to. Yeah. And that's that's what I appreciate this band for. This band has done me a solid by doing cool. that for me. Yeah, that's cool. Uh. 
zone. His vocal, yeah, his vocals are a little different. It sounds like it hurts when I hear vocals like that. I'm like, ow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm like, you're about to start coughing. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> Please eat a lozenge. How do you do that so often without having to cough? I don't know, man. With that sort of tone, I'm not sure. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, I like this a lot more. Are you Asgard. Asgard? Asgard, yeah. Of Guardians, Asgard. Guardians of Ass, full stop. <laughs> Guard. <laughs> ass, full stop. Um, okay, one more. I'm sorry. This one here is called Raise Your Horns. When they play this song, <laughs> they have horns full of beer yeah. that they chug. And it nice. like it spills all over their beards and stuff, and it's amazing. So this is like seeing them is like going to med- medieval times. It's like they're like a sword <laughs> fight and like no, a turkey next leg. Medieval times, mythological times. Whoa! <laughs> if if anyone listens to this, they might they would hate that comment I just made. Probably anybody who's listening that loves a monomarth is going to hate you. But it's all right because anybody who loves Tyler the Creator is going to hate me. So Yeah. Bring it on, bitch. I've got the Asgardians on my side. I'm ready. Pour a beer for thirsty men. Treat that they have earned. I think is what See, just wait, Scott. This is this is it. Means <laughs> fist pumping I've, right now. Full fist up in the air. He's running around the room like a freaking weirdo. <laughs> With a half boner. <laughs> the only thing keeping it from a full boner is that I'm running around the room. You're, you have impeccable mic technique for someone who's running full speed around this room. Well, you know what? I've been working on my cardio and my mic technique. <laughs> okay, so that's, that's the bee's knees right there. This song does something fucking cheesy and stupid at the end that I kind of hate but I kind of love and it's literally the last second of the song and I just want to show you what it is. The last second. Roughly the last second. Yeah. Okay. Yes. There's no guitar solo. Just Yeah. I respect that. I respect the hell out of that. (laughs) Let's listen to it again. Yep. yep. That's it. It's the only time the guitar does anything remote to that. Yeah. That's okay. cool. There are other songs that get me pumped off the albums <laughs> that have those songs on them. But they, they get you jacked off. They get me jacked off. Uh, I like to jill off to them. <laughs> Go full jill. <laughs> I'm jilling. Oh, God, that's graphic. These um, songs get me rolling down that hill. You Jack or you Jill? I don't know. Which one rolls down the hill? They both do, right? Uh. Well. Yeah. Jack came tumbling down. I think they both die. Meaning that the uh, the moral here is if you Jack off or Jill off, you're going to hell. Whatever. Isn't that the Catholic way? Well, I'm, I'm good then. I never do either of those. <laughs> I only rub one out. 
I don't think there's anything sufficient that I can add on to that. <laughs> hey, technically, you know, technically I'm good. Oh boy. Those are the songs that get me jacked. Nothing on this album got me jacked. No, this album didn't go hard enough. Listening to those, now that I know what they're capable of, this album didn't approach that level. They No. Now I really think they phoned it in. Now I'm like, you guys just push in any direction. Like, I don't know. Just the wow, wow. Just do that on any song. <laughs> Just end every song with a little a little bendy. Yeah, do anything. They don't push themselves above any that, like they have like it's like a midline that they never cross on the song. That song is the one song that song alone makes me want to see them live because I want to see them like yell out to the crowd in with respect and chug a fucking beer and yell like raise your horns. I want to hear that chorus live in front of me. Yeah. I want to hear them growl that in front of my face. Yeah, I don't know. This is, this is like B-Y-O-T-L, bring your own turkey leg. The fuck? I'm I'm still going with the Medieval Times riff thing. <laughs> fuck you and your Medieval Times. <laughs> nah. Nah, dude. Scott, you want to get into your final thoughts on this, this album here? Yeah. Uh, one quick thing I just noticed, one quick thing is that they included uh, this band on the kick-ass metal playlist. I've just noticed that. Well, they kick ass, so are you surprised? So what else is on this playlist? Uh, Slipknot. Oh, God. Trivium. Oh, no. Uh, In Flames, Skillet. Okay, that's enough. Um, Jesus. So all I know is that the only Skillet that I listen to is the one that they deliver me when I order it at Denny's. Hmm. That is the second lowest class of skillet. <laughs> what? The first lowest class of skillet is the band. Oh. The highest is probably a skillet from Red Lobster. I don't I've never been to Red, Lo- Red Lobster. I think I've been there once. I don't remember. Well, uh So fuck 'em. <laughs> If he fucked me good, I'd take his ass to Red Lobster. Uh, my final thoughts. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, we listen to Beyonce on this podcast. Um, Is that a Beyonce lyric? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, I was quoting Beyonce. This album is fine. Uh, now that my rating's going to be lower now because I know what this band's capable of. I do really think that they phoned this in. I think that the lyrics were uninspired. I think that the there was nothing over the top instrumentally really either. It was hard for me to pick uh, standouts on this album. Okay. Yeah. Be- because it was the same tone pretty much the entire time, mm-hmm. which was triumphant. Um, it just didn't hold my attention. It felt like a chore to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with a three. A three? Yeah. What's our scale? Damn, our scale. What's our scale? Oh yeah, what is this out of? Uh, right. Uh, Fat Fafnir's testicles. <laughs> <laughs> How many sacks of Fafnir's testicles are you gonna give this? How many sacks? <laughs> yeah. Can I do half sacks? <laughs> you can do a half sack. Okay, just because I could do a half sack, I was gonna go three uh, Fafnir sacks. I'm gonna go three and a half Fafnir sacks because the visual of that. 
um, creeps me out. And so that's also, a total of seven Fafner testes, testicles. Whoa, okay, that's way too high. Hold on. No, 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 but it's fine because it's out of, you know, it's out of a total of 20. It's out of 20, okay. Yeah, Fafner's set. I mean, you're going to have two test, two testicles. Yeah, okay. Yes, so, so, so seven, yeah. Seven. But which is th- three and a half is my score. Three and a just half to be, is Just score. to be clear. Damn, I, well, out of well, 10. I'm I'm kind of I'm not surprised that this album didn't do anything for you, but I'm kind of surprised that you were as critical on like the whole Norse thing as you were on like the 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 themed thing aspect. I, I don't think it would have bothered me at all. I think I would have loved it if it was a good album. If it was okay. a if it was intense, like the instrumentation was kick ass, and like they actually followed through with how insane they were in the past i think i would i think i would have loved the norse lyrics yeah i think just they stood out because the instrumentation felt kind of uninspired so like what do i i just what do i take like these plain instrument like these plain instrumentals or these like you know straight up norse mythology like i don't get anything out of that yeah, so I like I like mythology stuff, so I think it kind of sticks with me a little bit more. But it's like okay, you talk using lyrics from one thing to just it just feels lazy, you know. You're only pulling from one source. Yeah, you're limiting yourself. You're yeah, you're narrowing your scope. How many times can you sing about Thor? Yeah, and yeah. how many times have they sung about Thor? It's probably double digits at this point, right? Uh, I'm not going to speak to that. <laughs> I just think, you know, I don't think their fan base would hate them if they did something else. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, some of their songs talk about golden shores and, uh, you know. And lightning in the sky. Dying in battle and berserker. I I don't think this, the, you know. Yeah, they probably do. Yeah, okay. They, I'm sure. I don't know what the battle at Stamford Bridge means, but I don't know if that's a Nordic reference, you know. uh, It just feels like a, a crutch. Feels like their comfort yeah, zone, okay. which is, it's fine, whatever. Yeah. Uh, that's why I was gonna go with four because it's like okay, I mean that's kind of their thing, but it just doesn't do anything for me. So yeah. Anyway, I think that's fair. I don't have a ton to add to that for my final rating. I I'm not that far off. I like these guys, but as I said, they got two albums that get me really really juiced, and then most of their other material I'm kind of okay on if not lukewarm. This falls into the lukewarm category. Yeah. But something about these guys, I appreciate what they do. I think there's entertainment to it. Um, they put and, themselves um, in a corner a little bit. Yeah, and that's you know that's fine. They've got a, a pretty loyal fan base, and this is by far their not their best album, and that's yeah. fine. Um, I don't think it's bad. I think the production quality behind it is the best aspect of the album. I think, it's, I think it sounds good. I think, you know, it's very clean. Tonally, it's very clean. Um, You know, and some some could argue that as a as working against it, you know, depending on your preference. But yeah, um, I know that they are capable of doing better than this. They have done better than this. And, you know, you can't always say like, oh, they did this album. This is their best album. Why can't they just do something like that again? Like, that's not how this shit works, you know, but it's it's not different enough from what they've done in the past. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's very down the middle for me. Show me the money. How many testicles? I I'm gonna give this or scrotums. <laughs> I'm gonna give this How many scaly scrotums? I'm gonna give this five many, five and a how half. Many, how 
five and a half Fafnir sacks. Fafnir in dragon form as a, as opposed to dwarf form. Oh, I could have given dwarf sacks? You could have given dwarf sacks, yeah. Okay, I'm changing it then. I want three and a half dwarf sacks. Three and a half dwarf sacks? Yeah. Because okay. I it really, I wanted to give it a three, so I want to give, unless he, do you think that his sack got bigger when he became a dragon? Because that's what I assumed, but maybe not. What if it stayed the same? Reptiles don't even have testicles. Stayed the same size. It just went inward. Reptiles have cloacas. Hmm. Right? Don't don't ask me. I never... Anyway, I'll choose to ignore that. I never fellaced a lizard before. (laughs) Fellaced. Five five and a half Fafnir dragon sacks. Mm. I like to think of this dragon as having... uh, some big old hanging, a big bean bag. <laughs> it's a big old hanging bean, a, a big old hanging bean bag. Yeah, right between its dragon legs. Yeah. Horribly inconvenient. I'm also giving it Fafnir sacks as opposed to Fafnir sacks because I like Fafnir better, and that's how they say it in God of War. Yeah, I R instead of E R. That's something we can agree on. And I like God of War better than this album, and I think you would too. I I believe you actually. And that's it. And that's all I have to say about that. Scott, you want to wrap this shit up? Let's wrap this up. Anything you want to add? Uh, I just want to let everybody know that we, we inf- we're, we're not going anywhere. That's a fair statement. Yet. <laughs> Will I see you within a reasonable amount of time soon? <laughs> yeah, let's do another one this week. <laughs> okay, fair. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Scott, on behalf of you, me, and the Ear Buddies Collective, we want to remind everyone out there to check your epididy misses. And with that, this has been Ear Buddies. Bye. This has been another installment of the Ear Buddies Podcast. Bye-bye now.